All right, we're all set. So, uh, hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of Cumulex Radio. I am Josh, joined by my co-pilot and friend, Aaron Newman. And today we have a very special guest. We have Jim Rigg from Indoor Robotics. And you are, where are you located today? Are you out on the road? Yeah, actually, we're doing an install in Peoria, Illinois. Oh, so, awesome. Very yeah, cool. With, with a, an integrator partner that's uh, near and dear to, to your heart, Infinite Systems. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I know who we're talking about then. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I believe he's been a guest on this podcast before. Yes, very wise, wise, very wise person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no question. So for anybody that's not familiar, um, I don't know if you just give us just a brief overview of indoor robotics and what you guys do there. Yeah, sure. Actually, we are the only fully autonomous drone solution uh, in the in the world at, at this point. Out of Tel Aviv, we have our CTO is here in Sunnyvale. We have operations uh, center in Dallas, uh, where we do all the pre-sales uh, activity and then the uh, install post-sales installations and and so forth. So those guys are actually on site here uh, doing a warehouse install for us right now. So and we're going to actually make that a lab uh, uh, going forward for Cumulex slash indoor robotics. So. We're uh, get a lot of momentum with, you know, we're fully cloud-based solutions, so it's just natural, uh, natural fit. Um, but we have uh, we're uh, twenty thousand uh, missions that we've flown in the past past year. Uh, it's our secret sauce, if you will, is is a combination of lidar, rain sensors, and cameras to create the the, the mapping and the navigation. So we don't use geo mapping at all. Uh, only indoors because there's no regulations or no FAA stipulations on outdoors, right? So um, very, very uh, relevant in in warehouses, you know, uh, in large retails like malls where you have a big atrium and then you want to uh, patrol different levels, right? Uh, kind of eliminates the whole Paul Blart uh, function. Uh, yeah. sad to say for Paul, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, a lot more effective and efficient, right? And then also uh, um, uh, data centers, right? We have a thermal sensor on board the the, the Tando uh, version. Uh, we, we have two versions, Tando and Skydio uh, for, for warehouses. Uh, one, the warehouse version is super fast. It can cover 400,000 square warehouse with one, one platform or one drone. Uh, but the thermal sensors, are on the smaller version and there to actually uh, uh, they can give uh, readings They can go down power banks in data centers or, or utilities in the power rooms and give you uh, a lot quicker and, and more efficient reading of, of the, the temperatures, you know? Uh, oh, wow. to, yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause sometimes that's only caught if, if, uh, if a guy's reading a, di- a, 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 a dial, right. Or, or, mm-hmm. or a sensor and uh, can go catch the anom- anomaly. So the whole thing is, there's so many false alarms out there still, right? And that's kind of the whole advent of, of analytics and AI is is, mm-hmm. is to primarily prevent, eliminate false alarms, right? So, so uh, this actually does that better than, I've been in this game analytics side for a long time, and this really does that well because it can get basically eyes on any kind of alarm or sensor uh, 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 alarm almost instantly, right? And and, uh, it, and if you have something that's out of the norm, so you can program routine missions and then create kind of a, a trend or baseline 
of normal activity so that when you have leaks, you know, in, in, in facilities or, or, you know, doors open that should not be open, you know, to uh, broken glass, squatters, right? Uh, these things can really efficiently uh, capture, capture what's going on and send a notice to, uh, you know, the operator or to the SOC or the GSOC or at the same time to law enforcement or fire department, right? So if you have a warehouse or somewhere where uh, you have a smoke alarm or you, you get a, a access control alarm and you can send the drone out there, whether it's on a, a planned mission or you just need to go, have it go explore what, what the heck's going on, right? Uh, you can send those in, eyes on video to launch to emergency services personnel before they even roll up to the to the building. So uh so it kind of crosses all all spectrums, right? So it's definitely security, but life and and, and health, uh, environment, health and safety uh, as well, right? So inspections and all the stuff that that just isn't done after hours and overnight because uh, you know it's 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 so it's cost prohibitive to have guards there all the time, and so sometimes they just opt out. Uh, so we we feel we augment guarding. You know, we we aren't trying to right. replace we replace the guards. But you know, if, if if that works and that and that's the viable next step, then the, the customer can certainly do that. But uh, augmenting like nights and weekends, you know, we have guys that uh, I'm working on a, for example, in Kansas City, a uh, a medical uh, the Sowers Medical Institute, right? He's got a big warehouse. It's not like a rack and aisle deal like you would see in an actor or or you know a distribution facility. But he just got a lot of stuff in there. And he says, I've got, we've got a $200,000 budget just for 24 seven guard uh, observation. Right. You know, we can do that whole thing for under 30, right. For the, for, for the year. So it's, you know, it's not just a small, small Delta. It's a dramatic ROI Delta. So that's, uh, that's why we've kind of grown so fast we have, and we've got, uh, we're doing, you know, the warehouses for Nestle, five warehouses for Nestle. We're doing Intel in, in offices in, in Europe, uh, uh, data center for for uh, the European Union in Spain. So we're these guys kind of have penetrated Europe and now we're we're kicking it off in the U.S. So uh, and, and I think the key to that success is integrations with like you know, uh, the VMS is right. It's all part of a holistic mm -hmm. solution. So anyway, uh, that's, that's what we are. <laughs> no, that's great. I mean, so basically to sum up, I mean, you offer, uh, these drone solutions where they essentially are in a way autonomous. I mean, they've yes. been programmed to fly perhaps yeah. regular mission, uh, have a tour if you want them to, but also can respond yep. to instances and, you know, you, you mentioned multiple times and, you know, we always want to be sensitive to the fact that we're always trying to help technology make things better and not necessarily eliminate people's jobs. You know, that's usually right. one of the, when you use the word robot, that's the first thing right. we all get upset about or AI, you know, everyone fears that, you know, everybody's job is going to go away. But I mean, I mean, there's a couple things I would think of there. First of all is I wonder how many um, facilities there are out there where they just don't really have the budget for guards anyway. So perhaps they currently have no type of guard. Correct. Um, you know, it seems like this may be an opportunity, uh, this type of technology to, you know, maybe have a have a way to uh, provide that, you know, using the drones. But, you know, another thing that sounds really 
important to me. I mean, we're talking a lot about like data center and warehouse type applications, but you know, do you think there's any potential future for this type of technology for like maybe schools um, or other locations where, because I'm just wondering, and maybe I'm getting ahead of the, of the horse in the cart a little bit here, but um, yeah, I would think like in a, maybe in an active shooter situation, would it maybe be beneficial that they could, you know, I feel like that drone could probably locate where the gunshots are coming from based on gunshot analytics and and... great, great, great uh, uh, observation question, Josh. Um, And actually we have some campuses looking at that right now, because obviously you can't have the drone uh, real fly during, during school hours. I mean, the drone on a side note, uh, it's had in its built-in navigation software. It, it's with, we've never hit a person, right? If somebody's in his path, it can go around them, but you don't have it flying around during school hours. But if you map the hallways, right. And they have an active shooter and they lock down, you can set the drone out and, and isolate, you know, get video where the guy is right. Not in a classroom, but in, in the hall, hopefully right. before he goes in, before he, he, he penetrates a classroom. So, uh, uh, because of the, uh, that's part of the ad hoc ability, you know, it's just, it, yeah. it can be sitting there, locked, the school goes locked down, they can send drones on every floor to anywhere. And I mean, uh, that would potentially really save a lot of lives because absolutely. I feel like one of the biggest problems is, is of course, they're trying to stage and figure out where the threat is and, right. you know, with respect to their own safety a little bit before they just rush in. And yeah. if they were able to access and, and track in real time yeah. where that's occurring. I mean, I think they would be able to respond almost immediately. Yeah, that's correct. And, and, and you think of it as it's it's wireless mobile camera that can be eyes on anywhere uh, in, in the mapped, you know, uh, uh, profile, if you will. So, um, uh, and, and, you know, one of the observations that I, at GSX, uh, so the most, the most consistent feedback we got in, in, in kind of problem solving, we were, uh, ask about is just what you said about there's so many p- companies that are on the hook for empty warehouses that uh, you know for whatever reason you know the, the building closed they, they but they're still they still have they're still liable for what's going on inside those doors mm-hmm. and uh, I, I talked to a guy he has nine warehouses around the country at GSX and he just doesn't have a way to to manage that re- way too cost prohibitive to hire guards 24 seven or even you know uh, half that time just to go uh because you, you know they've got homeless people that sometimes break in and and uh hang out right especially you know in the winter um so this can really solve a lot of those those uh, challenges as well yeah um, how are alerts fed to your customer base is that done through a, a mobile app so th- so the control bridge is the dashboard with all the the uh what every event that's captured or anomaly, it comes back to the control bridge. So as as that is identified, and it can also be sent, uh, it can also be sent to an on-prem VMS uh, uh, server, or and and it can be sent to SMS or email to uh, anybody. So nobody has to be a user. It would go to any uh, GSOC, SOC, or or law or uh, emergency responders. You know. School, school superintendents, right? The guys that need to have eyes on uh, uh, awareness, situational awareness to to call the next shot. 
or, or I guess, or not call the next shot, I should say, but take the next right. appropriate step about yeah. it. <laughs> so this is, I mean, I feel like we've been hearing about drones for a long time, yeah. but I feel like this idea of, of a drone working in this way feels pretty new, feels yeah. pretty cutting edge. I mean, yeah. are we right at the beginning do you think of this movement i mean it, it sounds like you're claiming to be the first or the the only that's kind of offering in this in this manner right now i mean it, it seems like the there's a lot of opportunity ahead of you yeah absolutely and, and to to that point it, it is the first fully autonomous uh you know you you can't fly a drone inside you can but you're 99.99 percent going to crash it somewhere you know you just can't you can't navigate uh, with a pilot that that and react that fast um and and it's actually reason it's such a reasonable cost and some of the the ro- you know some of the stuff you've seen at isc with the 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 dogs and the robots you know some those are some of those have hundred thousand dollar price tags on them. right you know so it's like where's the where's the roi where's you know even though that's cool but you know that's great for government because they can print money. I don't mean to get political, but <laughs> that's not political. That's just reality. Just the facts. Um, just the facts, man. No, but that makes sense. I mean, yeah. so there's a easier price point, you know, to get yeah. started with what you're offering versus, you know, some of the really elaborate and highly capable, yeah. you know, Boston yeah. Dynamics and other. Right. You know, there's a much right. higher. Yeah. price tag so maybe that's making it a little harder for them to get in but i mean i i kind of feel like when i imagine the future i imagine that you know all of these security platforms in a sense are able to be tied together and that you know robotics would would play a, a part you know whether that be the drones or the you yeah. know the various types of robots that that stay locally on the ground i mean it makes sense to me when I think about that in the future and, and all that that could be. I mean, where do you think that all of this is going to go? I mean, obviously, you know, we talk, you know, schools are a possibility. I mean, do you see this as being highly prevalent? And do you think that these drones are going to continue to evolve and yeah, and do absolutely. more and, and have more options? And Yeah. So, um, and one of the best uh, uh, ways of thinking about that is, in 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 the navigational and 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 software, you know, in in the chipset in on board, uh, that's where the AI uh, AI algorithms are, are done. The thermal sensor we're working on, uh, you know, air uh, air toxicity, you know, uh, alarms. Um, there's just a lot, you know. We have a, a, everybody. It's kind of like uh, you know uh, the issues and the use cases drive the 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 next. The next analytic right right uh, and so once you have the drone in place and the platform in place it, it kind of becomes like an iphone you know we develop a, an ai is like developing an app and we push mm-hmm. it out to everybody so uh in the license uh way it's structured whatever we do for one customer everybody gets it right and so uh we've had uh people you know we have warehouses asking for lots of different add-on you know capabilities uh so it's just a matter of um uh you know as the saying goes nothing drives process like a deal so when somebody wants to say this is a real problem for us we need it to do this so i think it's as we keep adding those capabilities and functionities it's just uh appeals or it's useful to a whole wider uh market 
right? Solves a lot more yeah. problems because because a lot of these guys, you know, in the verticals have the same issues, right? I mean, eventually, so people have been trying to tackle inventory management forever, right? That's mm -hmm. that's kind of the holy grail in the in the warehouse world. But it's also uh, so you know maybe someday you know somebody develops it, but there's also just a lot of lot of safety things that warehouses you know have to deal with, right? Uh, uh, personnel stuff. You know, uh, we've had uh, a UPS ask us about, uh, you know, we can cap we can right now we can see if any doors open that shouldn't be open. Right. Well, we can also uh, kind of modify that for the, the terminal doors right up and down the dock. Uh, and some of the craziness that goes on inside with the forklift drivers. <laughs> yeah. And it can be crazy. I, I, yeah. I, I work I work casual in long beach unloading containers uh one summer and uh it, it, it's it's crazy let's just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah um so, and like a ahead. tour i'm just curious with you know being rather naive to both um the drone technology and a mm -hmm. warehouse environment where like what altitude would this drone fly? Would it be like right above the forklift level? Would it be at the very top of, you know, where the, the merchandise is stored? What's the ideal kind of? Well, good question. So that's why there's different. Uh, uh, so for the indoor drone or for the office and retail and data centers, you have a, a ceiling tile that, you know, that the, the drone comes down off of, uh, uh, which is earth magnet. So if the power goes out, the drone doesn't drop. Uh, in the warehouses, it's a different configuration because it's mounted uh, like what, what we did, we're doing right now. It's mounted about uh, eight feet high, right? And uh, so then it goes up and it can actually fly over all the, the racks in this warehouse and, and uh, give, give you a bird's eye view of every aisle, everything that's going on. Uh, and if there's any safety uh, issues with, with uh, uh, you know, pallet shifting or load shifting, uh, that kind of thing or broken into, right? Uh, uh, all the stuff, it's just, you know, all the stuff you can observe with just taking a video of what's going on. But yeah, and you can you can set the, the, the flight heights, if you will. So you can have it go, uh, you know, 10 feet and, it, and the, 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 the cameras on board can, will tilt. And so they can give you from, from the floor all the way up to the ceiling uh, video, every aisle, uh, uh, every open space, you know, so, uh, but yeah, good, good question. That's great. Yeah. Are there any common like concerns or, or questions that people have when they're considering using this technology? Uh, one of one is, yeah. What if something blocks its path? Right. Or, you know, mm -hmm. if a person is, is in the way, uh, if it's for whatever reason and, and it's, it's, so it has the ability to navigate, uh, on board, uh, you know, alter its alter its path a little bit. Like, mm -hmm. uh, so if something, if some, it can, go, it, it goes around people, right? It, it won't hit them. Uh, if something is blocking its mission and it can't proceed or can't go around it, it'll go back to the tile and send a, a notice, right? That hey, I couldn't, I couldn't do this. If something for whatever reason blocks it, it's in, it's in route and there's it can't get it can't go forward and for some reason it can't go back to the tile. It will land and just say an alarm, you know, send an alarm that uh, to the to whoever the level one support is, you know, it could be an integrator, could be a, you know, remote operations center, and just say, hey, you know, I'm sitting here, come, somebody come get me, <laughs> so I couldn't get couldn't get back home, right? But those are all, you know, kind of kind of uh, uh, 
smart working smart safety things that that have been built in yeah you ever run into and especially in europe i mean europe does a really good job with like their privacy laws um which sometimes can make um certain tasks harder i guess um even when they're quite legitimate and useful i mean do you ever run into any issues like in your european deployments where someone claims that that's like a like a privacy violation or can only operate certain hours or is there anything like that gdpr related that you have to deal with well you have personnel it's 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 after hours operation but what's good about that is just it's almost the opposite because where they are not allowed to have cameras right standard security cameras um Mm -hmm. In some areas, this thing can fly after hours and just, you know, give you video of of is somebody there that shouldn't be there, right? After hours and uh, and that that type of thing. So uh, it kind of is is a way around, you you know, those kind of restrictions. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and the other thing is from a, from a ROI standpoint, uh, this guy, this project I'm working on in, in Kansas City, he said, hey even if I wanted to put cameras in because I can't afford to, to, to get the field of views I need with cameras, 300 feet of cat six switches, you know, to power it all is no way. Right. So to, to your point earlier, we either don't do it or we, now we have a smart, a, a smart, uh, really inexpensive way to, to mitigate all these risks and liabilities. So I think, I think the next, uh, uh, thing one of the next things is like once we get some of these start alleviating some of these these risks and and, and liability uh exposures uh you know i take it to the insurance companies and say hey, you know it's like having your house by, by the fire hydrant you know show me some love give me a discount because <laughs> yeah i mean i would think in most i've taken circles these steps it would be to, positive yeah i've taken these steps to to you know eliminate all, all, all those risks that would turn into or possibly turn into uh insurance uh, uh issues right yeah right. yeah no it makes total sense yeah. does anyone ever come back from the future and try to stop you because of the eventual robot war <laughs> say that again it's <laughs> a terminator <laughs> joke <laughs> uh, don't take me seriously all the time jim <laughs> No, I th- I think it's uh it's super cool and has nothing to do with Skynet. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is great. This is exciting. I mean, this is uh to me just a natural evolution in in the use of AI and, yeah. and uh, really I think could help fill a lot of gaps for a lot of folks that either can't afford guards, but also um, I think for law enforcement. I mean, I come from yeah. a law enforcement family. I mean, I that that seems really like an incredible uh you know potential possibility like a benefit you know in Absolutely. some of these active shooter situations or other yeah. situations where you know the responding agency having the ability to mm-hmm. uh you know to see immediately what is going on and where it is can allow them to act faster and act appropriately and and jump right in and it just feels like the sky is the limit yeah, well, no yeah. pun intended. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> well, you know, and, and that's another thing with the IoT sensors on board. Like we can actually, uh, uh, as we as we get fully integrated, like with with you all, if if you have a, a motion alarm, a sensor go off on a camera somewhere on, on you know in in the in the facility, 
the drone can can receive that alarm, uh, uh, turn turn the lights on, take off on the mission, and we we just did this in this warehouse too. It will you put the right uh, light switch in a Wi-Fi switch, and it mm-hmm. turns the turns the warehouse lights on, goes on the mission, and then you can turn them off when it gets back and, and docked. Um, but it also turns the motion sensors off and all the cameras in between. So you don't create oh, wow. motion motion alarm chaos as the, as the drone's flying through everybody's field of view. So uh, it's, just, it's just really smart, and it's getting smarter uh, uh, as 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 uh, we engage more more uh, uh, more use cases and, and more scenarios. Yeah. No, this is great, and I mean, just as an aside, I think that sounds like a really fun job. I mean, yeah, what you're out yeah. selling and and talking about. Yeah. I mean that. It sounds like that's got to be pretty fun. It it is. It is. Everybody. It, one. It, it's it's cool, but you know, uh, you don't buy cool. I mean, you, but you buy stuff that solves the problem. Actually, eliminates false alarms. I mean, you know, we've been trying to do that forever, right? Yeah. With with uh, analytics and and uh, edge stuff in the camera. So, uh, uh, and and false alarms are still the bane of the industry. I mean, I had a call right. with a guy who who out of for eBay. He was in Germany. He spends his whole week to to this day putting together a spreadsheet of all the false alarms. It takes Whoa. him a whole week to do it, and then he's then he starts again on the week <laughs> on the next week. He's going crazy. But and right here we are, and that, that's that's all they have to 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 solve it right now. Well, and again, benefits law enforcement because yeah. if we reach the point where maybe that kind of information can be easily shared. Yeah. Um, the same way that, you know, you know, in most districts, you have to kind of license your alarm system and some require some type of video verification. I mean, if there's, you know, we eventually evolved to where they kind of get confirmation from the robot. Yep. You know, yes, there's something going on here or no, this is a false alarm. I mean, again, it's it's all about whatever the police are spending their time on or whatever yeah. service would be responding, like fire department. I mean, those trucks can only be in one place at a time. So, yeah. you know, and the more we cut down on false alarms, I mean, the better focused uh, our yeah. first responders are. Departments a ton of money. My my uh, So my brother-in-law was a, he just retired as a major uh, in Kansas City Police Department, right? And uh, every, and then he became the CEO of the police foundation. So to your point, every department has a foundation uh, in a banquet and a fundraiser to, to create a slush fund for stuff that they need. And so if it's yeah. viable, it helps solve the problems like you just mentioned. They can, they can, like they don't even have to go down the bid process path. They can just budget it or they use this this fund because it's so effective, you know. Yeah. It, it's an uh it's such an effective solution, I should say. No, I love it. There's Very cool. Creative ways to to take take stuff down, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, that Jim, very fascinating subject really enjoyed this discussion and uh as things advance and and we're doing more and more cool things maybe you can come back and give us an update and let us know how things are going absolutely yeah and uh yeah shout out to my boy carrie man he's uh he's an asset (laughs) he is we love carrie yeah yeah me too Uh, all right well yeah josh i I appreciate that having me and the, the time and yeah we'll 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 come back together and and uh See, see what else we've we've uh we've created you got it it's a date okay all right well thanks to you and, and thanks to aaron as always and uh for everybody else we will see you next time
See ya. Thanks, fellas. Bye-bye.